Hey guys, and welcome back to The Basic Witch. We're in episode 6. Today we're talking about casting a circle. Before we jump in, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, last week's episode was a little bit longer than normal, and I apologize for that. I just got really excited with um, all the info that I want to share with you guys while also trying to keep it basic so it wasn't super confusing. Today I promise to keep it on the shorter side. Um, you may notice that this episode is posting a little earlier than normal, but that's because um, there's something special I'm going to do, and you'll find out more about that at the end of this episode. So, um, I also want to remind everyone that if you have any um, questions or anything that you want to talk about, any topics or anything, you can email me at thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com, or you can join the Basic Witch Facebook group, and we can have all kinds of discussions on there. I share pictures of my altar, my tools, books that I have, my tarot decks. Um, I'm actually going to add some new pictures this afternoon. Um, I got my crystal ball Monday, I think it was. I was so excited. It's just beautiful. I love it. My husband did an amazing job picking it out. I'm so happy with it. Um, And you guys can also follow the story of Molly. She is a young girl who died in my home. I'm still trying to figure out what happened to her, but I had a very interesting encounter when I was doing a spirit reading with her. Um, I know that two young girls did perish on the property in the late 1890s. Still trying to find out what exactly happened um, and everything like that, but join the Facebook group. You can follow the story there. We also do lots of cool, you know, things talking to each other and going over stuff and answering questions. So it's just, it's really growing and it's going to be fun. So. Um, Join that group. It's just the basic witch and the cover picture is the same as the podcast picture. So, all right, let's jump in. Okay, so casting a circle can sound pretty scary if you've never done it before or are not 100% sure what it is. So don't panic or freak out or think, oh my God, this is like super advanced. It's not. We're going to keep it super simple and it's going to be a very easy one for everybody to do. So the concept of casting a circle with witchcraft and magic dates back to um, Wiccan and Pagan religions, basically. But it's been adapted throughout the years to basically every form of witchcraft and magical practices. So... The one we're going to talk about today is going to be a very simple, easy, step-by-step circle casting plan that anyone can do. You can adapt it to make it your own, however you feel more, you know, comfortable as you get going, but it's going to be pretty simple. Now, not everybody will cast a circle, and I get that, and that's totally fine. That's you do your thing. Like I've said a hundred thousand times, there's no wrong way to be a witch, so keep that in mind if you're not comfortable with it and you don't want to do it don't fucking do it it's really important when you're doing any kind of magic or any kind of witchcraft that you are comfortable and you feel connected to what you're doing if you don't feel that connection it's not going to work for you and it's not going to be as powerful because you don't feel it and that's really important to remember so that's why I'm very very strong on the fact that you got to do your own way and you can't let anyone else tell you what to do so all right Moving on, the importance of casting a circle. Number one, it's used for protection. I mean, first and foremost, it is considered 
protection when you are doing any kind of magic work, spells, tarot reading, just whatever it is you're doing, it's considered a form of protection. And you don't have to do it every time, so don't feel like every time you step onto your altar and start to work anything at all, you have to create a circle, because you don't. I mean, it's, you just don't. I don't do it when I do tarot readings or oracle cards or look at my crystal ball or anything like that, but if I'm doing spirit board work or work on the pendulum, I usually cast a circle just because you can open up so many things it can be a little scary so you really have to feel it out to what you feel like you need that circle for and use your gut intuition always trust your gut um as far as the importance goes like i said protection it boosts your energy it really does it gives you kind of energy boost and it really helps you focus and really feel like you're you're one with everything when you are in that circle and you're getting ready to do, you know, your whatever spell you may be doing or you're trying to connect with someone, you know, spirit or whatever. You just have that that confidence and that, that focus and your intent is just so much stronger. It's really amazing feeling. And once you do it a few times and you really get the feel of it, you're really going to notice that change and the energy around you. And it's such a fucking cool feeling. So, um you just have to try it at least once if it's not your thing fuck it don't do it but please try it once because it's just such an empowering feeling it's just amazing so it's just wonderful now the circle can be invisible or it can be real um some people prefer to have a salt line like make the full circle with salt or stones or ribbon or sticks or I mean anything that you anything you want really um anything you have a connection to fuck you can use stuffed teddy bears if you want to make a circle out of those it's really whatever you choose honestly or you can have a metaphorical circle now there are going to be some items that we are going to put into that and we're going to get into that here in just a second but um as far as like the actual connecting part of the circle goes it can be a real physical circle or it could be you know a, an invisible circle it's just however you prefer so don't be like oh shit i don't have you know that many crystals or i don't have that much salt or i don't want to pour salt circle on my carpet or my hardwood floor it's totally cool dude just whatever you want to do um it's completely up to you and how big the circle or how small the circle is it's also dependent upon where you're at what you're doing how much room you have so don't panic for me it's easier to have the invisible circle and just using the four items I'm going to tell you about here in a second um but I have done it both ways I have put a salt line down I have done with sticks um (laughs) I thought about lining up all my essential oil bottles one time, just kind of, you know, play around, but you can do it however you want, so don't panic and be like, oh shit, you know, I have to have all this stuff, you don't, don't freak out, it's fine. Okay, so, when we're talking about the circle and making the circle, it's really important that you know the four directions, the four cardinal directions, where they're at when you are doing your circle. So, mine is a little sideways I guess I'm a little askew Uh, my north face is kind of like if I'm standing at my altar my north is to my left but back a little bit so kind of got to adjust and 
I mean, smartphones today all basically have a compass on them, so it's not like you have to be, you know, this awesome Boy Scout and just, you know, like your finger put in the air and know that north is like 10 degrees this way or whatever, you know. Actually, I think you like your finger to test the wind, but anyway, you don't have to do that. There's compasses on your phone, um, whatever, you know, works or, you know, use your street signs. You know, you live on South Brady or, or, you know, North whatever or East Pike or whatever the fuck your streets are. Use that as a guide to help you like, oh, hey, you know, this is blah, blah, blah way. So, I mean, that'll help you too. So, there are four elements that coordinate with the four cardinal directions. North is earth. East is air, south is fire, and west is water. Now, you're going to use some type of representation of each of those four items when you create your circle. So, for me, I use a bundle of sticks in a dirt jar thing. It's like a little decoration that my husband had made for me. And that is what I put in the north. I have an eagle's feather that I put in the east. I have a glass pillar candle that I put in the south for the fire. And I have my moon water that I put in the west for water. You don't have to use those exact things. You can use whatever you have at home. Um, You can use a tiny little candle. You can even draw something if you don't have anything at all that would relate to any of that stuff. But um, you, you can really use pretty much anything it's really easy if even if you go outside and just put a little bit of dirt on a piece of paper for north or you know put an incense stick and maybe light it or something I don't know in the east and um a match or a lighter in the south for fire or a bottle of spring water you know a bottle of water a cup of water whatever in the west for water get creative until you have something that you want to use at all times for it I mean Everybody's going to have their own shit. You know, I don't expect you all to use the exact four things that I do. Um, just whatever you feel comfortable with using and you want to use, use it. It's cool. We'll, we'll, it'll, it'll work. It will. I promise you. That adds a little corny, isn't it? I should probably redo that. Okay. So we're going to dive right into the step-by-steps of how to cast your circle. Okay, so first and foremost, find a quiet spot. By quiet, I don't necessarily mean complete silence. Um, Some people prefer to have an ambient music playing in the back. Um, Something that's kind of calm and peaceful and whatever it is that you feel. If you prefer complete fucking silence or you want some Stevie Nicks on. Whichever is best for you, you do it. Now, once you've got, you know, the the ambiance set or whatever, make sure that you have a flat or at least somewhat flat and sort of open space, especially if you're going to use a candle with fire and everything. You definitely want to um, make sure there's nothing by it to catch your house on fire or, you know, anything like that. So, picture it you've got your little area set up like I said it could be a small circle it could be a giant fucking circle whatever you feel comfortable with preferably flat ish if possible um 
then you know you've got your ambient music going on and you could choose to either have your imaginary circle or you can have the salt ribbon stick stone whatever you know teddy bears whatever you want to use however you want to do it you've got that all set up and then you're going to put your four items in the four cardinal directions north east west and south again as a reminder that would be earth air fire water once you have those all there simple representation of each of the four elements got them around your little area you're all good to go you're gonna stand in the center and you're gonna face the east and you're gonna relax yourself just very relaxed and by the way I like to work at my altar barefoot um, we actually just kind of were discussing this in the uh, basic witch Facebook group I am barefoot 99% of the time Sometimes in my home I'll have like a slipper on, but it's usually like a flip-flop type slipper that I just wear when I go outside to smoke or something, and even then, most of the time I'm barefoot, but something just when I go to my altar, if I have my sandals on or flip-flops or whatever I have on, um, I just have this instinct to just take my shoes off and go barefoot, so that's just me, you do it your way, but I prefer barefootness because it's very, um, I don't know makes me feel very grounded and connected so that's just me okay so in your circle you are facing the east you're relaxed your breathing is calm you're just kind of feeling the calmness rush over you and you're going to envision the wind and you're going to kind of feel yourself getting in tune with everything and um, really feeling the the wind and the air around you and you're going to just kind of imagine just gust of wind blowing and your hair flowing and everything just very calm even though there's wind blowing you're going to feel calmness over you you're going to envision the wind blowing around just kind of pushing the magic air everywhere once you've hit that euphoria of envisioning the wind you're going to say spirits of air I call on you then you're going to turn to the south and you're going to picture crackling flames and fire all while still, you know, being calm and, and relaxed. But you're going to vision that fire just burning and crackling and going up. It could be, you know, a bonfire outside. It could be a candle fire. It could be, you know, fire from a fireplace, whatever. Just envision that fire just going and becoming super powerful and just going away. And once you've hit that euphoria not feeling with the fire you're gonna say spirits of fire I call on you then you're gonna turn to the west and you're going to envision the flowing waters and this could be however you want it but you know all of these are however you want to envision them I'm not gonna tell you how to vision or what kind of visions you should be having as long as they coordinate to those four elements for those directions so you're envisioning the water flowing and hitting over rocks or you know, whatever your vision may be, these are mine when I do my circle. And the water's flowing, and you hit that euphoria, and you say, Spirits of water, I call on you. And I turn to the north. And this is where you envision yourself barefoot after rain, outside, in the grass, just in the mud puddles, everything, just kind of walking around and feeling super connected to Mother Earth and just feeling that energy rush through your body. And you're going to say, Spirits of Earth, I call on you. And now, while you're still facing north, 
you're centered, you're grounded, you've got yourself, you know, and if you have to recenter and ground yourself after the four elements, completely do that, whatever you have to do, everyone is different, usually doing those four elements kind of does center me and ground me, and then I kind of focus on my intent, and then as I'm doing that, when you're focusing on your intent, and what you're about to do, whatever magic you're about to work, or spell, or whatever it is you're, you're working on. While you're facing north, you're going to envision yourself kind of engulfed with white light coming from the earth and into your body. Just feel that, that power coming into you. And you're going to say, Mother Earth, I call on to you. And then, you're going to extend your arms to the sky, and you're going to feel the power... Coming from the cosmos, from the universe, from way out. And you're going to say, Father Sky, I call on you. At this point, you're going to start feeling some shit going on. Um, you don't panic if you don't feel it right off the bat the first time. Because it's not always going to hit everybody right away. Especially if you are um, taking notes and reading this from a piece of paper and trying to remember how to do everything so the first couple times you may not feel as super as empowered until you get it down your circle and you get your whole routine down your ritual and you may not feel it as strongly but once you have that ritual down you don't have to look at your book or your notes anymore and you just go through the motions with it you're gonna feel that power come to you and it's fucking amazing it's just an empowering holy shit wow feeling at least that's what I get every time and I really hope that all of you get that too but for me it's just such a fucking empowering feeling okay so <laughs> you felt that power you've you know you've asked for all of them to come to you you feel the power and the protection from all sides and the gratitude and they're going to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. The circle is cast. Blessed be. Now, blessed be can be controversial because not every practice believes in saying blessed be. Again, I'm eclectic. Um, I say it because that's my choice to say it. I feel it and that's what I choose. You could say something else. It's completely up to you. Again, there is no wrong way to be a witch. So you pick whatever the fuck works for you better. Don't anybody tell you you're wrong either. Unless you are in a very structured craft practice. I know Wicca has some specific rules of how they expect each person to do things. So, um, just be yourself though. Do it your way. Do what makes you feel empowered and good. That's, that's what's really important. Now that your circle is cast, you've thanked everyone, the spirits, everything. I personally like to take a moment to meditate and really focus on what I'm about to do, whether it's work a spell or connect with a spirit or whatever it is I'm about to do. I really like to take a moment, even if it's just a quick minute, to meditate and focus my intent and really try to get in the zone and in tune with everything casting your circle should create this euphoric feeling for you like I said once you've been doing it for a while but you need to take all that energy that you've just gathered from all sides and really harness that energy 
and focus it towards whatever you're about to do. Um, another part that I kind of forgot to add in the beginning of all of this, a lot of people, a lot of practices will use their thame or athame or however you choose to pronounce it because we all say it different as a tool when you are asking the spirits and calling on them and you point to you know the the fire in the south and the water in the west or whatever um you don't ever cut anything with your athame or athame from now on i call it an athame so that's what i'm going to call it so you guys know what i'm talking about but you never physically cut anything material wise with it you use a bowline or bowline for that but I like to use my asame to point and direct the energy to where I want it to be. You can use a wand or whatever. Um, I know it may sound a little abrasive to think of a spirit. You know, you're calling on it for help and here you are pointing this jabby ass fucking dagger at it. But um, it, it is just what people have done forever. And like I said, you can use your wand. You can use your asame. Whatever you choose. You could use your finger if you want. If you don't have either of those, it's completely fine. I just choose to do it. That is just me. That is that's just how I am. So we're in the circle. We are meditating. We are focusing and directing all of our energy into what we're about to do. We're setting our intent. We are performing everything. We are going and doing our whole thing. We are feeling great. We just did our spell work. We spoke to our spirits. Whatever the hell we're doing. The time has passed. We're done. Now we must close the circle. When we are closing the circle, it's really important that we work backwards from what we just did. So, you're going to stand facing the west first. And you're going to say something like, water, you are here, and I thank you. You're going to turn to the fire, and again, fire, you are here, and I thank you. Air. You were here and I thank you. Turn to the north. Earth, you were here and I thank you. Mother Earth, you were here and I thank you. And then the final ending, and you could say this however you choose. Um, just You're going to do your own thing once you get going. My personal, what I say at the end of my circle is, the circle is open but never broken. The love of the goddess is forever in my heart. Mary meet and Mary part. Marry me again. And you're probably thinking, uh, Cassie, you said you're an atheist. You said you don't follow Wicca. You don't believe in a god and a goddess and all this shit. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, that is true. However, I have personally started feeling close to the moon goddess. I haven't got down with the whole sun as god shit yet. I mean, no disrespect to anyone. Please don't take that the wrong way. I know I just said that like in a really shitty way. I'm eclectic, as I've told you many times before, I do my own path with incorporating parts from all the other paths, so when it comes to the moon, I've been drawn to the moon since I was little, so yes, as far as the goddess, I believe that the moon is something super powerful, and that is why I do say the love of the goddess is forever in my heart, because there's something about the moon that has drawn me since I was a child, and that's that. But you can say whatever you want. While you're doing this and while you're practicing, you're going to learn that you're not going to do it the same as everyone else. You may not do it the same as me even once you get going. And that's great because you need to make it your own. 
I cannot stress this enough. I say it in every episode. I've said it from day one. You have to make it your own thing. You have to feel it deep down. Because if you don't feel it, it's not going to work. It's not going to be true. It's not going to have the same effects and, and even feel right if it doesn't feel right. I know that just sounded weird, but you get what I'm saying. You have to feel it in order to actually believe in yourself. And you'll get there. Don't guess and second guess yourself and question yourself. You do what's right for you. If you want to change the words up, you want to do whatever and you want to thank the God and you want to thank your Christian God or whatever it may be, do it how you do it, how it feels right to you. You're going to try a hundred things before you find what actually works for you. And it's really important that you feel it. It's just really changes everything once you totally feel it and feel everything for yourself so that was casting and closing a circle um the next episode is actually going to be a special episode so I know that a lot of people pronounce it different Litha or Litha is the um midsummer solstice or summer solstice It is the longest day of the year and the shortest night. I'm going to do a small little special episode on different ways you can celebrate. That falls on um, Saturday the 19th. I have a, um, it's called a planner for a magical 2020. And it it states it as the, the 19th of June 19, 2020. A few other things I've seen online have different dates. Um, I know that Germany celebrates it on the 24th for some reason. I'm not 100% sure why that is. I, I'm, I can make some bullshit up and tell you, oh, it's because blah, blah, blah. I, I really don't know. But this Saturday is Litha or Litha, however you choose to pronounce it. It's pronounced different ways. So I'm going to do a small little episode on that, a special will probably be up Friday because I want you to be able to hear it and time to celebrate for Saturday. I personally have a lot of things planned and I'm really excited about. So we, um, coming up in the next episode, I want to discuss the importance of colors in your craft, like candle use and, um, what each color represents and different things like that. It'll kind of be like a, um... Like, more of a basic little, you know, you use bread and love spells and blah, 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 and all that kind of thing. I am definitely working on a Wheel of the Year episode. I know I've had a lot of requests for that. So, I really want to take my time with it, though, and make sure it is, like, the perfect episode. And without overwhelming everybody, because there's a lot of of shit in there. And I just don't want everybody to get so overwhelmed. So, I am definitely working on the Wheel of the Year. We are going to talk about some herbs and things like that coming up in other episodes too. But the next one I think will be really fun because we're going to talk about, like I said, the different colors and the craft and the importance of the color that you choose and things like that. Before we get off here, um, Mercury goes into retrograde tomorrow, June 18th. So everyone prepare. (laughs) It's going to be interesting. If you are not familiar with retrogrades and Mercury going into retrograde and all that stuff. We will talk about it in depth on a future episode, but I really encourage you to look up Mercury and Retrograde 
and kind of um, do a little bit of research and see why we're all so crazy when Mercury's in retrograde. So we're going to prepare ourselves. Um, <laughs> good luck, everyone. It is going to be hopefully a good retrograde, but we all know how those go. So um, I will talk to you guys in a couple days when I do the um, solstice episode. As always, if you have any questions, suggestions, or anything else, please email me at thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. You can also join the Facebook group, The Basic Witch. It has the same um, cover photo as the podcast, the little chick with the orange hair and the moon, which my son's girlfriend drew that for me. It's super cool. Um, You could join the discussion there, follow along more about Molly, the little girl who died on my property in the 1890s and see all the things I'm talking about and the episodes you can actually see the pictures of them and everything so everyone have a wonderful day night whatever time you're listening to this I hope it is fantastic blessed be and I will talk to you which is later bye